bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. It is a Thursday edition of Truth Roundtable. I have in studio the magnanimous Nolita Franz, CEO, all-around boss lady of Beautifully Blended. Uh, Kyle Wallace is here somewhere, but he's always playing with video and doing all kinds. Are, are you coming in or no? Well, you said you was coming in, but now you're not. Ain't he um, like so executive of the it? year or something? Like executive yeah. of the year? No, no. You have to come in for like five five minutes. I think at you least. have to put some respect on his name at this point. Like he top. He award winner. No, him. he gets respect. <laughs> he get a K. He don't get a T. Come on, Mr. Respect. Do your five minutes and then you can leave. Just five minutes. Just five minutes. Leave that video. <laughs> and we also have... Uh, Mr. Brother Extraordinaire, Linnell Ramey, uh, Executive Director of Mentor, 927 different organizations, but known for Mentor Milwaukee. In the building. Who who kind of put on social media, eh, you know, I'm so happy to have come here in, in this program at Georgetown University in Washington. I'm like, hey, really? Excited. Really? Excited, man. It was excited. Really? Make us all look bad. Make us all feel bad. But that's okay. Wait a minute. Any doctor? Kenneth Harrison, I did some little Definitely certification. Doctor. <laughs> Definitely doctor. A little certification. Certification with a master's degree, maybe? Ah, uh, okay. That's what it is. Kyle Wallace. Down. There it is. Ken, I told you I got, I'm supposed to work out today. I got a okay, birthday Okay, so go work up. out. We just wanted to publicly say okay. congratulations for oh. being the radio executive of the year for the Wisconsin <sighs> Broadcasters Association Amazing. for all of the state Amazing. of Wisconsin. I, thank you. I, was, I, was the, I don't want to, how much I would love to be, I was a young professional, 
Okay, young the, professional I just, executive you know, of the I, year. You know, I, you we know, don't care. I uh, I do appreciate that, Ken. Thank you so much. I just you know I, I don't correct you know. us when we give you accolades. You're right. So I'm the radio executive <laughs> of the year. Because that's coming. We're just speaking. We're just speaking those things that are not as if they are. Yeah. No, I appreciate okay. that. I, 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 no, he was the he, he was the young executive of the year, and he's done a phenomenal job being the director of content here at Good Karma Brands and WGKB FM 101.7 The Truth. Thank you. So I just wanted to say, way to show out. Well, I appreciate that. And really, the I mean, yeah, I, I got the recognition, but y'all are the ones that really make all this magic and make me look good. So mm. appreciate y'all. When we get to do shows like this, we get to have these incredible individuals come on. This helps me look good as well. So. Already Thank got his speech down. No, 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 it is. It really is. Like, this is cool and fun and be a part of it. But honestly, if they were bad at their job, I, I, we wouldn't get the recognition as a station and it wouldn't elevate me as an individual. We don't, if they don't do well, I continue to be a nobody. But y'all elevate me and make me look good because y'all are just like I said a really great team. Of All right, be careful! People. I'm gonna tell my hiring story. I mean, I mean you know, <laughs> even even in the hiring story, it all everything all worked out. You and Sherwin and your hiring stories, I tell y'all, yeah, that sounded like some like goat, I'm gonna tell it goat comic like statement. Like you know when you win the trophy early yeah. on, rookie of the year, yeah. and then you ten years down the road, you'd be like still executive of the, yeah. That was that was good, man. Oh that, well, I you know very polished very, to have. Just pulled it out for, well, no, yeah. for this for I do. this instance. Well, I maybe I'll, I'll have to listen back because I do have to give a speech. So <laughs> I'll, uh, if y'all think it's good, I think those folks would think it's good too for that uh, award ceremony. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, because we are critical. Uh, yes, yes, there we are. I'm in, I'm in presence of greatness. So yeah. well, thank y'all so much. I appreciate it, and I know it's gonna be a powerful show today on Truth Roundtable on Thursday. Thank you, sir. Hey, they say you got to get flowers when it's due. So got to. You do. You do. We don't do that enough, though. Because when I'm out, I'm out. I think we definitely don't. I think, you know, what we're used to sometimes in our community is that sort of scarcity mindset. It can only be one. And, you know, sometimes that then affects how we acknowledge the people who have gone before us or the people that are currently getting it. Like, there's nothing wrong with looking at someone that's maybe younger than you saying, like, hmm? you're doing oh, big you things. Doing? That's amazing. Say that again. Which part? Are you saying people looking at younger people doing great things? I'm yes. saying pe- us Cause, as cause a, a lot of times it goes both ways. I've, I've seen mm. where older people are dismissed oh. while younger people are doing great things. Wow. I, I don't know. I, Maybe. I, Maybe. I see. But well, I you're not I older. Oh, you're still young. <laughs> Man. Listen, you like yeah. how you threw that in there? Yeah. <laughs> he left you speechless. <laughs> well, he, he left me with something to say. say right. I just decided not to say, say it. it. Oh, you couldn't. Hey, can I say this, though? And I want to send this to Kyle, <laughs> Kyle one more time. Like greatness, yeah. sometimes yeah. we deflect, right? Right. So right. when you get your compliments, take, take them and take your bow. Because, it, it, I, and, but I do it a lot. Like, Someone will say something. I'm like, oh no, no, no. But like, I think no. you have to you know, receive because I do think right. one thing you do appreciate your team. You appreciate what they've done, but when you deflect, I think that's when imposter syndrome comes in. Almost, it's just saying I don't belong on the stage, and that's just me speaking for self now. It's so. it's under the cloak of sort of this humility, right? Like right. if I if I say false humility, no, like. If someone's like, you did a really good job, like that was amazing, you're dope, congratulations, it often feels uncomfortable uncomfortable to say, you're right, I am. I'm dope. I appreciate you. I'm dope. Like, good looking. It, it, 
feels more comfortable to be like, ah, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a team effort. And not that those things aren't true, but we, t- we tend right. to minimize ourselves for the, for the work you've done. Yeah. You grind it. I look at it as the difference between pride and being proud. Mm-hmm. We have an opportunity to be proud when people say, no, Lita, you did a phenomenal job. You should be proud. Mm-hmm. But instead, we think it's going to turn into pride. Yes. So we try to sidestep it. That's when it looks prideful. Yep. Mm-hmm. The false, oh, yeah, it was just a, no, it wasn't. It was you. It was actually you. That the fact that Kyle and Cherie made very specific decisions on who to hire and when to hire is why it's number one. Not the, it was you. Like, wasn't nobody else in the room. It was you. You made an intentional, yeah. conscious. Made an intentional, oh. conscious decision. Take it. Mm-hmm. And many times we don't. At all. And the cool thing about it is we forget that you're winning at your thing. Say that again. Nonprofit, Say that again. boys, da-da-da, mentoring, right? You're winning at your thing, right? right. Yeah. I can't win at that. Yeah. But he can win at it. When I want to do it, I'm calling him. <laughs> like, it's just this weird. Well, Everyone you know, we has a lane, hold. you know? Well, we can. How can I say it? We can be in the same lane, but we can be in the same car, two different seats, both sure. going in the same direction. Yeah. We can both do marketing, right? Well, I don't know. I don't want Nolita because Nolita can, you know, I don't want her competing with me. You're not competing because neither of you have the capacity to, to do everybody. Yeah. My lane comment is more like I'm going to do my thing the way I Correct. do my thing. Correct. So is Linnell is going to do his thing the way that he does his thing. And so when it's like my lane, like that's my thing, I'm doing it my way. And so people tend to feel like, oh, well, to your point, what you just said, oh, if we're both doing that same thing, we can't know. Well, I'm going to do it how I do it and you're going to do it how you do it. The other part of what you were saying about Kyle is that, yes, we have to learn to be able to take the accolades, take Mm -hmm. the appreciation what I was also saying is that sometimes we as the observers or the the fans of the people don't often tell them enough oh, that they're doing a, a good doubt. job. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without there was there was a there was a clip on um and this goes to also making sure you're praising yourself. There was a clip on social media that I actually reposted from Kwabana Antoine Nixon. It was of a brother graduating college mm-hmm. and he was pounding his own chest and saying, I'm proud of you, black man. I'm proud of you. Like, and even for us, like we forget to look in the mirror and be like, dude, you're okay. I'm proud of what you're, where you're at. Like, so you think of me accolades for like Kyle, like as a young brother being this successful, I want him to remember too, to look at himself in the mirror. Like, and I'm 51, you know, my Dean. Oh my God. My Dean is older than me. So just significantly (laughs) and loving every single minute. Just had a birthday. I remember happy belated, but I think about myself. Like I never, like I would never say that because it was, I I thought it was being prideful, right? Like right. even thinking yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like no, you got to be proud of right. your accomplishments and, mm-hmm. and 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 being thankful and being like, okay, let's keep moving though, right? Like, because I think that's important. So yeah. I spoke at an event this week. Um, was it this week? I think it was last week actually. It was for All in Milwaukee where they had their scholars, and so I did a session on branding. What was interesting is that uh, one of the young ladies made a comment about. Um, receiving sort of the nose, right? Like here she is getting ready to go into her first internships, jobs, things like that. Like how do I get comfortable with receiving nose? And so I feel like mm. it's just building a muscle, just like 
Wow. Confidence needs to be a muscle. It's Absolutely. not going to always feel good initially, nope. right? You're going to have that, the imposter syndrome or the doubt or the yeah. am I, the second guessing yourself, whatever those are, you have mm. to build that muscle up just like any other thing that you want to be good at. You have to get comfortable with it. And the unfortunate part about that is that my generation, we lived it. Mm. We didn't have time to slow down and stop and think about imposter syndrome imposter syndrome because there was nobody to look back to see like you did it you were the one so it's so it's weird to hear that but but it's also a strike against boomers and gen x that kids were raised without that innate no you can't have that because you need to experience the the bump and the work your way through it and now i'm gonna coach you through it and then we're good everything was like oh no we can't have that so the helicopter, the the all that stuff. <laughs> now we have a generation of kids that we have to literally think about being like, have you ever been told no? Like, really? Yeah. And and it's unfortunate. The unfortunate, the the fortunate part is you have an Olita Franz who can sit there who can sit there and go, look, I've been told no this many times. Yep. This is how you're gonna have to process it. This is how you're gonna feel. You're gonna feel bad. Then you're gonna get angry. Then you're gonna cry. You can do all that stuff. And when you're done, yeah, suck it up. Yeah, and when you look at young ladies, and I'm not, you know, I can only speak from the, from that because <laughs> I'm I'm a woman. You know that it's not a very comfortable space as you enter into corporate America or you enter into these internships, being able to hear no or hear really, you know. No, it's not easy. It's it's the the, the feedback that Why? you might get. Well, I think it depends on a couple of things. So oftentimes, depending on whatever field you're going into, sometimes you're the, the one and the only. And then add a lens of being a woman of color on top of that, it can feel isolating in and of itself. And so you're in this space with people who you are aspiring to be. Yes. And if you don't feel validated or heard or seen or people aren't speaking up, for you during these mm-hmm. meetings and things like that, mm-hmm. that only chips away wow. at your. But isn't it chipping away at something that's not there? No, it chips away at your, I don't believe, I feel like it, you know, you want to be confident, but you can only mm. be so confident without people coming alongside of you to affirm you and to mm. say, it's true. No, I, it's true for you. But for me, it's not. Well, no. And the reason is, well, but here, see, don't don't be all condescending and stuff. <laughs> the, and, and, and the reason I say that is because we we have to make compensation for generational differences. Mm. So when we dismiss an experience I have, that's what I'm talking about. The yeah, okay. but what it comes down to is that we never got the time to slow down, to stop, because if I didn't blow off that. If I blew off the nigga go home, if I had to blow off the, the no, we're not giving you a single because we don't want black people in this suite, and then still went back to school and still finish, nobody would be there. We just never had time to slow down and stop and think about it. Now you all have that luxury. Mm. But my fear is that when you don't have enough chips, right, when you haven't hit a wall enough, you don't have that internal resilience. Somebody has to come alongside you and go, okay, come on. It ain't a lot of y'all to come alongside because not a lot of us have experience like that. 
it's you gonna have a lot of gray hair by the time you get to the point of doing that for people. He done lost his hair doing it. <laughs> no, I, you know what? You I know? actually appreciate you saying that. That that is a a really interesting perspective. And you're right. There were people that had to pave away uh, prior to me mm-hmm. being able to sit in the seat that I'm sitting right. in, and the young people that are coming behind me. And I like to think that. In most ways, we've made it better, which is great, right? However, as a result of the better, we've lost some things along the way. And so how do you have a conversation with a young lady or a young man right. to say, you might not always get affirmed in these spaces. You and might you not always, show up. and you still got to show, show up. And, you know, we tell, we tell young people all the time what, you can be anything you want to be in life. <laughs> anything, right? And, in, and when, they, when they say, when they try to be that anything, if they fall short, <gasps> I'm a failure. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. It's like, no, pause. Exactly. You got to work still towards that, right? Because that's that's the truth of it. Like, yeah. I tell my daughter in Atlanta because she's there. Most of our kids are here, all here in Milwaukee, so they have easy access. But when she's in Atlanta, I keep telling her, like, baby, you got to figure out what you don't like. So, of course, it's not going to be easy. Like, you want to be a therapist. So, in being a therapist, there's learning what you like and what you don't like. You you may find out you don't want to work with this or do it this way. <laughs> so, that's part of the process, though, right? Like, but we... The we, stumbling, the, the falling. The stumbling is a part of the process. Yeah. So, we have to figure out what that continues to look like. To Before we go to break, ourselves. Nolita got something to say. What? I was just going to agree with you as well, but I'm, I'm thinking, and, and maybe, th- maybe we pick this up after the break, in an effort to create safe spaces for our kids and coddle them have we created situations i didn't i didn't create no i didn't create yes yes y'all did y'all yes y'all did because i didn't i think it's something i think it's something something to to talk talk about about. yeah you're listening to truth in the afternoon truth roundtable nolita franz Manel Ramey, and we used to have a kyle wallace in here somewhere but you know you just you just i guess he had to go work out get it He's going on vacation. I ain't mad at him. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We'll be right back. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. You are listening to The Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number if you want to. You know, we ain't talked about nothing we said we were going to talk about. You know that, right? I know. I was just looking up the topic. Like, we all <laughs> off topic. <laughs> you like, and, wait. And I hate to do this, though. And I'm about to jump off topic one more time. Yes. Have you all been to the trade yet? The the opening of the new hotel, the trade? Yes. Crossroads? No. It's absolutely beautiful. Where is it? It's, it's phenomenally beautiful, by the way. It's right across from the Fiserv. Like, um, okay. Literally, on the north, north on the north east, yeah, yeah northeast, like behind um, the five hundred two loft or whatever that is. Right. Yeah. Absolutely astonishing. 
Why are you astonished? Because it's in Milwaukee. Bingo! I was going to say that. <laughs> so, I, had, I didn't want to go there, but thank you for opening that door. Ooh. It just felt good Ooh. to feel that that vibe. Because everywhere Ooh. we go, we hear this in Milwaukee, right? I was in Atlanta. I went to this. I went to the rooftop. I was a great restaurant. I did this. I was in Orlando. I was in Tampa. I was... All of that was... It's here. I Right there, I felt all that. Right. And it was, and all I did was sit at the bar. I wasn't even on the rooftop. Mm. I, I, kudos to the trade for creating energy and for me, you know, building. I know people are going to say, yeah, that's for downtown folks. This is for Milwaukee to use and use at a high level, all of us. And this is how we take our city. It's close but, enough to the hood. To hey, and it so is. <laughs> Down the street from Hillside. Yeah, it is. So come on, come on, come on and enjoy some good food, good <laughs> yeah. drink. I had food last night. It was great. Drink prices were yeah. okay. Like, you know, it was great. Okay, so I have to check it out. So what was we supposed to talk about right, no, before the break? Okay, so. Summer's coming. Yeah, we no. have that. We have Juvenile OWI. Well, no, we Master said we Lock. were going to talk about something when we came back. Oh, yeah. Y'all don't remember? Well, we were going to talk about whether or not we have coddled our children. <laughs> don't say we. We. I didn't. I know. You, you said we. that before we I went didn't. to break, too. Um, that in an, <laughs> in an effort to shield protect them, from, them and yeah, shield them, yeah. have we done them a disservice? Yes. Parental savorism. Yes. what I call it. Say it again. Parental savorism is what I call it. Okay. You know how some men or women feel the need that when they find a partner, they always find the one they got to save. I'll always parents do that. And it's like a lot. That's why I'm sorry that, that you that ain't just never, threw me You said with me and women feel like they <laughs> got to save never. something. No. Well, that's you. <laughs> no. That's you. Think kick, about it. Kick, uh, kick them back. Poop. Think about the 220 program, right? Like think about the reason like, Families had to feel they had to send their kids to the suburbs. The have to, and a lot of times, was to save, unfortunately. For or, better. I'm doing better, this for better. For better. I'm like, sending them there for so better. You won't deal with what I deal with. You won't go through what I went through. I'm, I'm going to limit this. I'm going to limit But they that. actually did. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> they sure did. Listen. And if you're not careful, what happens is you put them in a, a situation where their identity becomes minimized. And then they're going through a battle on their identity for years. And then you wonder why you, you can't reach them because they don't know. They, get, they don't get a chance to figure who they out. So to any of my parents out there who want to do 220, I'm not knocking it. Suburban schools, are, I think the Falls, Nicolay, Whitefish Bay, whatever you want to call it, whoever, whatever. S- stay in tune with your children, like especially children of color. Like when they're in these districts and they can be the one or they can be the one that's supposed to speak for all. Like, it's important that you figure out how to communicate to help your child help have, them. Have the words. I was going to say, there's a level of confidence those children have to have because they're going into environments every day with people who do not look like them, mm-hmm. who don't share their same. And they're going to transfer as, everything that happens to people that look like you to you. And the difference is, is when you, you know, no, criminal, right? you black, you criminal too. Bingo. In our MPS school, what happens is a little bit of the opposite of where, like, you just see all kids as one. Like, like monolith here. Like, they're just. They're all good one. or they're all bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Painting with a broad brush. I, I do feel like, you know, with those kids who are out in the suburbs, you know, getting this, I'm using air quotes here, better education. If you're not having conversations to keep them grounded and keep them. Uh, understanding who they are and where they come from, like to your point, it's a free for all. Because 
Your high school yep. years are exactly when your you're learning your identity. You're walking into your own. And you say that like so funny story. Last night with some friends, we went to high school together. So literally, we graduated in 1990. These are the same group of people I've been hanging with since 1985. And the one thing, stop doing that, Lee. I ain't that old. That's unfortunate. She keep looking. She like, I ain't got no new friends, player. <laughs> what did they say, Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but no, I, but we were talking about how the high school year are your formative years. For sure. And if you are not careful and we are not careful as parents, what you get at the end of that kind of that 12th grade it's going to be a bigger struggle if you're not ready. So you got to know that's there's some tough time during that time. You have to make that face don't leave it. Sorry about that. It, it was you. You threw out numbers, and then I was <laughs> like putting your numbers against my own, and then it was like, oh, it was a realization. Actually, it was really the difference is yeah. Kicked in, right? The, the, like, yeah. Oh, let's geez. be friends. We got we got to do this. On, <laughs> we got we got to do this on radio. It's it's. Fine. Thank you, brother Ken. Thank you. Thank you for the look. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, Truth Roundtable, 833-212-1017 if you have any questions. I think when we come back, we might get to what we were supposed to talk about. But then again, Nolita (laughs) and Linnell are here. God only knows. Right. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of the Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Me? Can y'all hear me? Okay. All right. I'm back. Milwaukee is considered a hub for human trafficking, and it's important to... Was this today? Ah, now I got to read it again? Okay. (laughs) Hey, it's Thursday, but it's really Friday, right? It's Thursday, but Friday. I'm off tomorrow, so I won't be here. Um, Bailey's? Bailey Coleman is going to fill in for me tomorrow. It'll be Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris with a guest host, Bailey Coleman. Milwaukee is considered a hub for human trafficking, and it's important we bring this serious issue to the forefront. So the rebroadcast is on Saturday. At what time? At 10 a.m., you'll be able to listen to the rebroadcast of this award-winning Missing Persons Special where he addresses this head-on with professionals in the field, speaks to families who've been impacted with a loved one who's gone missing. Tune in 10 a.m. this Saturday, Tory Lowe Missing Person Special, right here on the new award-winning 101.7 The Truth. And Olita hasn't said congratulations to me for being the best show, large market news and talk for the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association 2022. Dr. Harris, I've been meaning to tell you something this whole time. Really? What's here. that? Yeah. I wanted to tell you congratulations <laughs> for, you know, being selected um, for your award because it's amazing and awesome. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. Like just to be here, to be soaking up this space with 
an award-winning okay, journalist. Now she going a little. I just want to know, you know, like, I'm glad you still have time for us. I'm glad, like, it's okay, still. Okay, now she getting, okay, we're done. Okay, to be here <laughs> with you right now. I mean, yeah, and when you, when you, delivering and now. when you blow up. Wow. I just hope the Lord use you in a mighty way. I don't already to bless up. the people. That, that's on the right. Even, that's right. Amen. I ain't, I ain't blewed up big enough. Okay. <laughs> you you blewed you blewed it up. Blew it up. Blew it up. <laughs> so I sent back a note because I thought about it and I thought about it. Now I've been in Milwaukee thirty years. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. And I always tracked like radio and TV. Loved it. Right. And then I thought. Am I the first black guy to win best show in Wisconsin? I said, nah, somebody else has to. I don't know. So they're checking. I see. But I'm thinking to myself. I thought we had breaking news right now. But that camera. doesn't really mean anything, right? It does. But wait, wait. So I thought, eh. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, Lord, you know how long radio has been around? And the, the what? And then I got mad. And the only thing I'm thinking now is how do we prime the pump so that we can put more people in the pipeline? Mm. That's the only thing that really counts. Now, Tory Lowe won two for two different shows. Oh, that's cool. First place. Okay. Right? Why hasn't there been more? Like, where did we come from in two and a half years where other people have been in the market? Are there, has there, or is there other, other than... My, which I only know is like 860, 860 or 1290. I would have thought Eric Vaughn would have run it, would have won it. I would have. For me, I can only think of one of two people who, if I thought, like I was up against Sherwin Hughes. But I was also up against John McCure from 620, right? Mm. So really good karma brands like, hey, this is ours. Mm. But when you think about it, if I'm not going to be first, the first black man to win it or black person, period, I would think Sherwin Hughes or Eric Vaughn beat me to it. Interesting. But that's not what I'm hearing that's coming back. I'm not hearing anything that's coming back. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, we got to do something about that. Well, what you all did was give better exposure, right? Like, again, I think the only talk radio that I've known in my lifetime is those channels 860 or 1290 Mm -hmm. that had a black um, person other than a DJ. Right. Like, right. Like, you know, right. like other than that, like I can't think of a, I mean, other than those shows, which I don't think gets as much credit for what they have done. Right. Over the years. Because so. they, they brought it right for years. Both stations. So, Interesting. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, you said something interesting. You were like, I was excited. And then I think I got mad. <laughs> and then right. I, right. Where have you landed, though? Because on the one hand, would mm-hmm. be an amazing accomplishment right Right. to be the first right but on the other hand it's unconscionable that i'm the first why why am i the first right uh second question is how do we share your award um how do me and lanelle get a piece i don't know like i feel like if you wanted to just give us like some sweatshirts or something i i that's a nice sweater so yeah swag bag yeah swag bag makes talk to kyle as he disappears. Oh, that's right. He's out. working out. As we, working out. As, we, as we share in your success, I'm just Talk saying. Talk to Kyle so okay. we can all share into in the success. Sharing is caring. I feel like. Oh, my God. Sharing is caring. Anyway. You know? Segway. Summer's coming. How y'all think summer going to be? Great. Honestly. Oh, wow. She just stopped talking. It's going to be great. Wow. I feel like summer is going to be how summer is always here. Okay. I'm scared. I'm and moving. 
I'm moving to Saskatchewan. <laughs> what I mean by that, though, is we are so due for, like, nice weather and to be outside and to hang out and to experience the things of our city that sometimes, you know, when it finally breaks, when it's finally time, <laughs> there's there's shenanigans because people have been... As beautiful as it is, it gets ugly. It gets, is that, that's yeah, what yeah, it's, yeah, there's shenanigans yeah. and... Things are happening because I think people are, you know, kind of cooped up for too long or or whatever the excuse. I can't go to New York. Can't go to I, Chicago. Can't go to I'm looking forward to the good weather, but go I definitely feel like St. there Louis will be an influx I'm, of I'm nonsense. looking forward Detroit. From, um, from an intentionality standpoint, the community stopping the shenanigans. I have, I have wishful thinking that there is going to be... Uh, <laughs> I feel like we said, I feel like you said this before, before summer last year. Summer. I feel I, like we had this. Same conversation. And you were very much like. Okay. I, I You know. Very much like. I believe that the people of Milwaukee are going to do better. Gonna, yes. So in other better. words, it sounds like he's talking himself into something without really believing what he's saying. I want to believe. 833-212-1017 is the number. Al, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Yes, I just wanted to ask a quick question, and I hope all y'all having a wonderful day. I know y'all brought up about, you know, investing, you know, in your kids' education and giving them the best. But why is it when it comes to black people and they're spending a whole lot of money and it's giving them education, you putting them around white people, you giving them the best? Just curious. I, I think that's the perception. I'm, I'm not saying that it is the best. I think that is the perception that when we, as as, as black folk, think the better education I, to be suburban. I think that's just the thought and the perception. Because, you know, I, I, I hear that a lot, a lot of times where they say they give them the best. And it's because only because you're putting your kids around white people and you're spending a whole lot of money. But if you invest time with your child, you put them in different predicaments and expose them to all walks of life, they will be able to run circles around suburban kids. Because one thing they fail to realize with a lot of those suburban schools, you have suburban drugs. But when you teach kids how to embrace who they are and you spend time with your kids and you turn them to new experience, then everything won't be always when it comes to big deal and white folks the best. Thank you so much and enjoy the weather. Thank you. All right. Take care, Al. Thank you, Al. Thoughts? Well, I, well, I I love it, right? I do think it's not a matter of really, as parents, where we put our kids. It is about how we invest and how we're engaged in their educational process. Unfortunately, suburban school districts have always been perceived for some of us as the better option for a multitude of reasons. You can look at the funding in that. The funding, email, right? right? And, and some of the campuses. Let's yeah. be 100. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I still think I went to the best high school ever, Riverside University High School, 1615 East Locust Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just in case no one knew. But nonetheless, if you look at my campus and you go to the same campus in that era, i.e. a Nicolay or Whitefish Bay, campus-wise, it was those schools were better, right? Um, so I think those are other things that people look at, you know, like – Three meal options. They got, you know, a dessert line, they, you know, a, a salad bar now in some of the suburban school districts. Like all of that does play a part. So funding is critical, which is a shame because every kid's school should be equally funded. It shouldn't be based on property. Tax. But I think the time you need to look at that is five years out of college because otherwise it's not going to matter. It's where you finish and mm-hmm. where you end up, not where you start. Yeah. 
because too many times kids from, I hate that word, predominantly black schools. I was about to say inner city, but that just drives me crazy when people right. say that. Right. Um, do better in the long run. Thanks. Five years out of school, that's where the marker comes. Not not at graduation. Oh, they graduated with a four. I graduated with people who were 4.0, ranked 3, 4, 5, 10 in the, in the high school class, went to where? Purdue, Georgetown, Harvard, Yale, dropped out of school. Yeah, that's true. That's Your best. Real. That's some pressure for you, right? Five years real. later? Mm-hmm. Yes. Kids working, dead-end job, all that. So it's where you finish. And I think what we do is we forget that all you're doing is your job as a parent is to light the match and light it. That's it. There are other people in the world that were undergird, help, support, you know, something like no Lita said earlier. That'll that'll support you and move you forward. Let me add one thing to what you say. I do think, yes, a parent's job is to, you know, kind of like that match, but depending on the child, right? Because yes. that's the other thing we have to remember. Absolutely. And I think people forget that because I think you, and that's a phenomenal point. Like I need parents and younger parents, like all my kids grown, 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 grown. Yeah. Cause you, Oh, 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 <laughs> right. But we got to remember all of your children aren't the same. All of our kids aren't the same. So just because one parent you see doing this, you may have to read more with your child than say right. ex parent. You right. may have to put that child in three different sports versus that child one sport. Like there are we gotta remember that. And just to your point, like just sending a kid to X, the pressure that comes to going to these no. other schools. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly. Not every child needs the same thing. Oh, right. And so oh, we have right. to learn our children. What we've often done is sent kids to school expecting teachers to be the predominant, you know, lead. Right. In a kid's life. And the reality is that, you know, it starts at home. And we say this, but how much are we investing in that at home? How much are you sharing your your beliefs and your belief system and your, you know, expectations of your kid with your child? When we come back, we're going to look at whether or not Milwaukee is going the way of Detroit, the way they used to be. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, Truth Roundtable. We'll be right back. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We only got a couple minutes left, and then we'll be hitting the uh, news. And we'll be right back for hour two. We are in trouble. The city of Milwaukee is in trouble. If COVID money is running out, and in the 5 o'clock hour, we're really going to, like, chomp down on where we're headed. Because we're, we're roughly $900 million. We we gonna we about to hit rock bottom. COVID money is gonna run out, and in twenty twenty five, if we don't have something in place, and so I think what's gonna happen is Robin Voss is gonna string it out long enough, so we'll have to take whatever they give us. But I don't understand why we're not in Madison. Y'all rioted for Act Ten, and then the city took in twenty five million dollars of excess money after Act Ten and pretended like they didn't have it. Why aren't we in Madison? Protesting now. As as usual, a lack of education as far as, to your point, the details of this, right? Like, those who know, I think, only know because they either have to to know because of their connection. (laughs) Right. um, Or there's, again, there's not just enough talk about it. And I think even when people are saying comments like, yo, we're about to go bankrupt, common folk don't necessarily know what that means from a city government standpoint. Right. Like, you know, when you hear bankruptcy being thrown around just at the crib um, in the backyard or people talking about bankruptcy, oh, man, you'll be all right. You know, you get bankrupt, you you know, your credit cards, they start coming more. Like, that's the conversation. Right. So when somebody right. is saying that to the city government, right. not to your point, you said this during break about we potentially could lose. I won't talk about police because people might say, I don't care about that. But we may lose 300 firefighters. Say, say, hit, your, hit your own button. Like, say it again. That ain't going to work. Exactly. So the magnitude of this is, and here's the deal. Like, Did you just throw the police under the bus? Anyway. No, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I did not. No, I did not. But I know why. We, we got about a minute or so. Well, but. I'm just going to say, but to your point, I, I think it's about understanding, learning, like community meetings. What does that mean when you hear the city going bankrupt? What right. really truly happened? Like I said, police-wise, they can lose potentially 300 officers. Mm-mm. Like like that that's five hundred and seventy five. That is scary. That is when you only got eleven, twelve hundred on the street. Think work. about it. That's trouble. That's trouble. Either. Trouble. Yes, considering where we're at in the city. Yeah. So we got to think about people need to be educated, and I think that's the issue. It really is. Like it, what it boils down to, you don't know what you don't know, and if people aren't, you know, explaining these policies or what's being proposed right. in an in enough detail right. that people can right. truly grasp it and understand it. And I don't like taxes like that. But I think the only way we're going to win is if you lock in. So don't give us 2%. Don't give us three. You know, don't give us one and a half. Give us five. Lock it in for 20 years. Give us give us some room to breathe, room to grow into it. If you can do when we come back for break, you should break that down a little bit more for people like your listeners to give them an understanding. Because, again, when you say that, some people are like 5%. Oh, no, I can't do that. Right. Yeah, if you, because I think that's the education part. Mm-hmm. People yeah. need to understand what that means and what that looks like. Because again, I'm gonna go back to firefighters. Just that alone, response times, boom. Yep. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Truth Roundtable: Anel Ramey and Nolita Franz.